If comparison is the thief of joy, then mom guilt is the thief of joyful moments. Morgan Dewey Hello, and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Good morning or afternoon, depending on when you're listening to this. I am so excited about chatting with you all today. Have any of you ever experienced a time when you decided to focus on something and then all of a sudden that thing was everywhere you looked? Well, that happened when we purchased a car. Suddenly I noticed that the same vehicle was everywhere I went. And the same thing has been happening to me ever since I declared that I was going to do this podcast series on work family guilt. Seriously, you guys. I noticed posts about it on social media. I noticed other moms talking about it at playdates. And I've had countless times over the last few weeks to actually recognize my own feelings of guilt and to work through them. In fact, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably already know this, but last week my daughter was home from school um, for the entire week because her classroom was closed due to COVID. And throughout that week, I would feel guilty off and on about not working on my research paper, which is ironically about work family guilt. So all that to say, I have had a lot of practice over the last few weeks to employ different strategies to manage my work family guilt, and I wanted to share them with you today. So some of these strategies I came across in my research, and some of them are things that I have just learned over the past six years as a mom. And so last week, I introduced the concept of work-family guilt, which can be defined as a negative emotional reaction that arises due to conflicts between our work and our home lives. If you missed that episode, make sure that you go back and check it out, because that is where I introduce the concept and talk about what work-family guilt actually is. Um, But I also talk about what causes it and the consequences that it can result in. Okay, so as to strategies for managing work-family guilt, let's go ahead and jump in. The first strategy is to forgive yourself. I wanted to start with this one because I believe that it is one of the most important. When you feel that familiar tug on your heart and the guilt starts to bubble up, I want you to really examine why you are feeling guilty in that moment. Maybe you yelled at your kids. Maybe you forgot to pack little Susie's lunch. But maybe all you did was go to a job that you love. I want you to ask yourself, why am I feeling guilty? And then, if you did truly mess up, forgive yourself. To forgive means to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense, flaw, or mistake. In the world of work-family research, we talk a lot about resources, and how we need resources to successfully meet the demands of our work and our family lives. 
When it comes to work family guilt, our feelings of guilt often arise when we don't have the resources available to meet all of our family and our work demands. If you wallow in your guilt and refuse to forgive yourself, that means that you are choosing to spend precious resources that could be used to avoid future feelings of guilt on beating yourself up. And we don't want to do that. Okay, the second strategy is to avoid the word should. If you are struggling with feelings of guilt, take a step back and examine whether you are feeling guilty about something that you actually care about or whether your guilt is over something that you feel like you should be doing. Um, I have a perfect example of when this happened to me. Um, When my son was three, he had his first preschool Valentine's Day party. And I sent him to school with some really simple Valentines that we, that we bought at Target. And he came home that day from his party with a bag full of homemade beautiful treats, uh, chocolate-dipped strawberries and a personalized bracelet with his name on it that someone had made for him, and then these really decadent iced sugar cookies. Immediately upon looking through the contents of his bag, I felt like I had missed the memo that this was a Pinterest perfect preschool Valentine's Day party. And as I was processing this, I realized that one, I didn't have the time to make those types of treats for a preschool party, right? And two, I didn't really want to make those treats. I didn't want to spend time doing those those types of activities. And three, my son was perfectly happy with the basketball Valentines that we bought at Target. He was excited to give them to his friends. He didn't care that I hadn't made them and decorated them or anything like that. And so I realized that I was feeling guilty over something that I thought that I should be doing, not something that I really needed to do or wanted to do. Recognizing this allowed me to move past past that guilt pretty quickly, and it will also help you. Okay. The third strategy is to remember your why. Remind yourself that what you are doing is really important, whether that's caring for your kids or taking care of your work. When those feelings creep in of guilt, I want you to take a moment and just remind yourself why you are doing what you are doing. You could try just telling yourself some statements like the following. I am working so that my kids have food in their bellies, a roof over their heads, and opportunities to pursue their dreams. I am working so that my daughter knows that she can do and be anything. I am working to glorify God with the skills and talents that he gave me. Or, I am spending time with my kids because I value building relationships with them. And finally, I am spending time with my kids because that is the most important thing right now. Feel free to borrow any of these statements or craft some of your own, and then use them to remind yourself of the bigger picture whenever you are feeling these little feelings of guilt. My fourth strategy is to make a plan. So this strategy actually helps you prevent work-family guilt before it even happens. When you take time up front to plan out when you are going to spend time on work and when you are going to hang out with the kids or with your spouse, you actually take control of your schedule. 
And knowing that you've budgeted out your time appropriately will help you to not feel guilty about spending it on those activities because you've already planned for it and budgeted for it. Okay, the fifth strategy is to take a look at your thoughts. Chances are that the guilt that you are feeling stems from thoughts inside your head. Thoughts like, I'm not doing enough, or I'm not a good enough mother, or I'm not a good enough employee. You might even be feeling guilty because you think someone else, such as your boss or your kids or your husband, is counting on you and that you are letting them down. However, it's been my experience that people are thinking about me and how I'm spending my time a lot less than I typically think that they are. Examining these thoughts and reminding myself that they are not true has helped me push past the guilt and move into more enjoyment in my different roles as a mother and an employee. Okay, the sixth strategy is to let go of perfection. Okay, I know that this one is really difficult, especially for all you perfectionists out there, and I hope to address this in more detail in another episode. But learning how to let go of perfection can be really powerful in alleviating your work family guilt. A lot of times our guilt stems from us not living up to a standard of perfection, a standard that nobody could possibly ever live up to. When I was in graduate school, one of my fellow students gave me the best advice. He said, work hard for the 90%, but don't kill yourself for 100. They are both A's. And this mindset got me through grad school, and I've carried it with me on into my career and into my parenting. Let go of that perfection. The seventh strategy is to ask for help. I know we don't always like to ask for help, but you've probably heard it said that it takes a village to raise a child. If you are working outside of the home, spending long hours away from your kids, it could not be more true. Research has shown that support from our spouses, from our supervisors, our coworkers, friends, and even paid domestic help can reduce work-family conflict. This goes back to that concept of resources that I mentioned earlier. Like I said, we need resources to meet our various work and family demands. Social support is a resource. With help and encouragement from others, we are better able to meet the demands from both work and family. When we are more successful meeting those demands, we are less likely to feel guilt. Reach out to your community, both at work and at home. Yes, it will require vulnerability, and it may be really uncomfortable at first, but it will get easier, and it's so much better than just being stuck in this downward spiral of stress and guilt. And then finally, the eighth strategy that I have for you guys today is to unfollow those that bring you down. Have you ever heard it said that comparison is the thief of joy? I mentioned last week how work-family guilt can be caused by comparing ourselves to other coworkers and moms. If seeing others' perfect Instagram feeds or Facebook posts are triggering feelings of inadequacy and guilt, unfollow them. If eating lunch with your coworkers always leaves you feeling as though you are falling behind professionally, stop going. Instead, find people who inspire and encourage you who are there to cheer you on. 
Being a working mom is hard enough without the pressure to live up to what everyone else is doing. Those are the eight strategies that I have for you today. I hope that these strategies help you um, approach the work family guilt more purposefully and with intention, recognizing for it for what it is, something that we all struggle with, that we all feel, but something that we can um, take action to cope with. If you use a strategy um, that I didn't mention in today's episode, I would love to hear about it. You can reach out to me over on Instagram. It's at Kaylee Hackney, and I would love to chat. I hope that you all are doing well and that you have a beautiful, joy-filled week. Thanks, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the Elegant Balance Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our future conversations. Also, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review in iTunes or wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you, friends, and have a beautiful, joy-filled week.